Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question is, what is the relationship between the dark triad traits and sexual fantasies? To help answer this question, I'll be using an article published in 2014 by Bowman and colleagues, and I'll put the reference for that article in the description for this video. So first, I'm going to talk about dark triad traits and then take a look at different sexual fantasy themes, and I'll talk about the relationship between these two constructs. So the dark triad traits, sometimes just referred to as the dark triad, comprises three personality traits, narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. And a lot of times when we think of the dark triad, we think of narcissism as the lightest trait and psychopathy as the darkest trait of these three. And we see these different traits have characteristics in common, like empathy deficits, selfishness, a short-term mating style, as well as being competitive, antisocial, hedonistic, and having antagonism. And we can think of antagonism as a low score on the agreeableness trait of the five-factor model. When we think of the dark triad, specifically we hear the terms narcissism and psychopathy. Sometimes we think of mental disorders which are related to those traits. For example, with narcissism, an extreme manifestation of grandiose narcissism could be in some cases considered narcissistic personality disorder. And with psychopathy, there are two factors to psychopathy. Factor two psychopathy has a relationship to antisocial personality disorder. So again, we see personality disorders related to these traits, but it's important to remember that the dark triad has nothing to do with pathology. Someone can have narcissism and psychopathy and of course Machiavellianism and it not rise to the level of pathology. It doesn't mean that there's always a mental disorder related to that trait. So taking a look at the traits individually, with narcissism, we see there's two types of narcissism, grandiose and vulnerable. When we talk about the dark triad, we're really just talking about grandiose narcissism. So we see characteristics like arrogance, being socially dominant, being self-centered, and having a sense of entitlement. We also see a tendency to manipulate others, but we see this characteristic with all three of the dark triad traits. Now with psychopathy, characteristics we see here would be callousness, a lack of empathy, remorse, or guilt, violating society's norms, so committing crimes would be one example of that. We also see being irresponsible, being impulsive, having shallow affect, and superficial charm. Now with the trait of Machiavellianism, here we see antisocial behaviors, but they're usually conceptualized as white collar crime. We also see cynicism, having good impulse control. So this would differentiate Machiavellianism from psychopathy. 
we do see callousness, which is a characteristic shared with psychopathy. And we also see being goal-oriented. But usually here, we conceptualize the goal as being negative. Now, there's some controversy over how well the dark triad traits hold together. Some theories show that narcissism and psychopathy seem to appear together quite a bit. But Machiavellianism is really a superfluous trait here, meaning it doesn't really add much value to our understanding of these different constructs of this pattern that we tend to see with certain individuals. Now, for the purposes of this paper, though, of course, Machiavellianism was considered an actual trait, and the dark triad was theorized to hold together reasonably well. Now, when we talk about the dark triad and sexual fantasies, and specifically looking at this paper, we're not talking about something that's categorical. So someone doesn't qualify as having the dark triad or not. Rather, these are traits that are measured on a continuum. And the same thing for sexual fantasies. We would see a range of sexual fantasies, just like we would see differences in dark triad traits. It's also important to remember here that we're not talking about something clinical. I mentioned before, it's not something pathological. A lot of the studies that look at the dark triad are looking at this triad from the clinical perspective, from the perspective of psychopathology. This paper was not. This paper wasn't making any judgments about how this could be useful clinically, just looking at the personality traits and the relationship to sexual fantasies. So that covers the dark triad. Now moving on to the sexual fantasies. Now here we're looking at four sexual fantasies and they move from the most common, what we call normal or socially acceptable to what we refer to as deviant. Deviant fantasies aren't necessarily aligned with criminal behavior. They just deviate from the norm. That's why I refer to them as deviant. So the first sexual fantasy in this study was intimate, and this is the most common. This is the intimate fantasy. So here we see a sense of attachment and familiarity. So this is somebody who wants to connect with a sexual partner at the emotional level. They want to be with somebody who understands them. Again, this is the most common and the most socially acceptable. Hi there, I'm Heather Drago. And I'm Sarah Saunders. We host the podcast, That's a Hard No, about saying no and setting boundaries. So you can become that true and empowered you that this world needs. Saying no isn't just okay. It's the key to living an authentic, fulfilling life. I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor. So while this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy, I suppose I know what I'm talking about. I'd say so. We talk about learning to say no and set healthy boundaries and how it impacts mental health, physical health, relationships, parenthood, and more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit our website, hardknowpodcast.com. We're here to help you find your no and say it unapologetically. That's a hard no. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who have overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. And it's from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave. The next sexual fantasy is referred to as exploratory. And here we see a commission 
of diverse acts like mate swapping or promiscuity. The next one is impersonal fantasy. So here we see characteristics like being emotionally detached and disinterested, for example, fetishism. And the last sexual fantasy theme here is the sadomasochistic fantasy. So here we see causing or submitting to physical or emotional abuse. So now that we've reviewed the dark triad and the sexual fantasies, what does the prior literature tell us about the relationship between these constructs? So we see that psychopathy has been associated with somebody lowering their standards considerably for a short-term mating opportunity. We also see that psychopathy is positively correlated with the tendency to engage in uncommitted sexual relations. And we also see it's associated with having a wider range of preferences in terms of the variety of relationships. In prior research, we see that psychopathy is associated with deviant sexual fantasies and an inclination to take advantage of immediate opportunities for sex. Now, in terms of narcissism, what we see here in the prior literature is narcissism is associated with a need to connect and a desire for social approval. So just looking at the prior research, it seems to have a stronger connection to that intimate sexual fantasy theme as opposed to the others. Now, with Machiavellianism, we see a weak association here with sexual fantasies, although we do see a tendency to engage in promiscuous behavior and infidelity. Now, in terms of the sex differences identified in the prior research, meaning male versus female, we see that males score higher on the dark triad traits in general. And they also tend to have a stronger desire for more sexual partners, a higher willingness to have sex with strangers, and overall, a stronger sex drive. Now, when looking at this particular study, we see that they sought to understand more about the dark triad and sexual fantasies, and they used 643 undergraduates as their participants. The average age was 18, and 70% of participants were female. In terms of how they measured these different constructs, they used an instrument called the short dark triad to measure the dark triad traits. And in terms of measuring sexual fantasies, they used the Wilson sex fantasy questionnaire. Now, in terms of the short dark triad, we see here that there's different items that point toward different traits. And the participants rated each item from strongly disagree, which would be a one, all the way to strongly agree, which was a five. So on this instrument, in terms of measuring narcissism, an example item for that trait would be, quote, I have been compared to famous people, unquote. For psychopathy, a sample item would be, quote, I like to get revenge on authorities, unquote. And for Machiavellianism, one of the items was, quote, most people can be manipulated, unquote. So we can see here when looking at these sample items that the one with the famous people does seem to have a strong connection to narcissism, and the one with getting revenge on authorities, a connection to psychopathy. But when we talk about manipulation, we remember that manipulation is shared between all the traits. So we see that with all three of the dark triad traits. So this really speaks to one of the limitations of the dark triad, specifically how Machiavellianism may or may not fit in. So we see this item of most people can be manipulative, and we could relate that to Machiavellianism, but really just as easily to narcissism or psychopathy. So there are some difficulties with the dark triad conceptually. So what are the results from this study? Well, we see here that men scored significantly higher on all three of the dark triad traits. This finding really isn't that surprising. We also see that psychopathy 
was the most strongly associated with sex drive and the most strongly associated with a wider range of sexual fantasy themes, including exploratory, impersonal, and sadomasochistic. Now, if we look at the callous, unemotional nature that's associated with psychopathy, it's really not surprising that there would be a tendency here to prefer detached sexual encounters. And we also see in the results that narcissism was associated with the intimate sexual fantasy theme. And the theory here is that individuals who score high in narcissism look to connect with other people to satisfy ego needs, not for some sort of romantic fulfillment. Now, this specifically wasn't a finding of the study, just a theory to explain why that relationship was observed. We also see that narcissism was associated with the sadomasochistic fantasy theme. Now, Machiavellianism was weakly associated with the tendency to have sexual fantasies and weakly associated with sex drive, which really isn't surprising considering what the prior research had to say about Machiavellianism. Now, in terms of sex differences, we see that the men had a stronger sex drive than the women in terms of the participants in this study. And we also see that they had a more frequent interest in the intimate, exploratory, and impersonal sexual fantasy themes. But in terms of sadomasochistic, it was the same between men and women. Now, when we look at the relationship between sex, meaning male or female, and sexual fantasies, we may think the relationship is direct, but this paper showed that the dark triad may play a part, meaning the dark triad traits may mediate the relationship between sex and sexual fantasies. The finding here was that the dark triad traits partially mediated that relationship, which means that sex explained the sexual fantasies directly, but also explained it through the dark triad traits. So being male or female could differentially contribute to dark triad traits, and the dark triad could contribute to the sexual fantasies. Now, interestingly, of the dark triad traits, we really saw the strongest effect here in terms of mediation with psychopathy. So psychopathy explained a fair amount of the relationship between sex and sexual fantasies. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevitz. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.